0: Hello I'm Neil Quigley and welcome to my podcast. So it's been another interesting week and still people continue to invent words that I'd never heard of previously. snow is the latest one from the weather forecasters that's what we've experienced in the UK this week. snow, but what does it actually mean? I think it just means post-truth weather or maybe to borrow a line from Theresa May the Prime Minister, snow means snow. There you go hope that's cleared that up for you. Donald Trump made his first speech as president-elect, and it went, well, swimmingly, I thought. I don't know if you saw it, but it all seemed to go fine. There was no issues with the press whatsoever. It all seemed perfectly fine. It does seem to do most of his talking via Twitter nowadays, which I think is an interesting way to lead a country. So far, to my knowledge, the only... Presidents who have been assassinated were Abraham Lincoln who was shot in a theatre and of course John F. Kennedy who was assassinated by a man stood on a grassy knoll. Now I'm not wishing bad on anybody but don't you think it would be a bit ironic if Donald Trump did get shot by a Mexican hiding behind a wall? So staying with America and the Presidency, at the moment we're seeing the farewells of President Obama and the First Lady Michelle Obama and the plans are in place for President Trump's inauguration. One of the acts that President Trump desperately wanted to play when he was welcomed to the role of President in America was Bruce Springsteen. Bruce has flatly refused it's not happening. Apparently, rumours are that Trump has got a Bruce Springsteen tribute band to perform instead. I think the best thing Barack Obama can now do is when he leaves the White House for the final time, out on the lawn, there's a stage erected, there's Bruce Springsteen, there's the E Street band... As Obama walks out of the White House for the last time, the band that Donald Trump really wanted to play his inauguration, they're there playing glory days as the President walks away. That would be perfect, I think. Last weekend, it was the Golden Globes, the precursor to the Oscars, and La La Land cleaned up. It seems like that is going to do absolute amazing business at the Oscars. Also, the BAFTA nominations were announced, and La La Land is up for quite a few awards there. La La Land, with Donald Trump becoming president, I think that might be the new name we all use for America anyway. So Sky had made a Michael Jackson programme, telling a story about a very small part of his life that's now been cancelled, apparently due to the fact that his daughter Paris thought it was very, very offensive, and very, very badly and nastily done. I haven’t seen any of the clips of it. I’m not even sure what story was being represented, but I did see one still from it. And I don’t know how, but somehow the picture I saw he looked a lot more like Wurzel Gummidge than he did Michael Jackson. Sad news this week with the passing of former England manager Graham Taylor. I had the pleasure of meeting him once at Oxford United for a pre-season friendly. He'd brought his Aston Villa team down there and he came to do the press conference after the game. Could not have been nicer. So friendly, so chatty, had time for everybody. Such a lovely top bloke and will be sadly missed. Nice to have Ed Sheeran back. He went on a gap year, what seemed to be quite a wild and crazy year. The sort of gap year you wish you'd have had when you were a student if you had a couple of million pounds in the bank. I think that does enhance your gap year, especially if you can hang about with showbiz friends while you're having it as well. It makes it slightly better. He did suffer a war wound during his time off, of course, getting a scar on his cheek, supposedly thanks to a knighting ceremony that went wrong at a party with Princess Beatrice. Absolutely fantastic. I mean, that is a story to tell your grandkids, isn't it? A new year and there's yet another new reality TV show gracing on TV screens. This time it's Let It Shine, a BBC show that is trying to find a version of Take That to go in a Take That musical, well a musical that features Take That songs anyway On the show so far, we've seen Gary Barlow, who plays a very prominent part in it. Also, we've had there the other two current members of Take That, Mark Owen and Howard Donald. I expect at some point, probably towards the end of the series, Robbie Williams will make an appearance. That does leave one person missing from that lineup, and I really do think at some point during the rehearsal process, Jason Orange will turn up as one of the contestants. I was delighted to see Ken Dodd honoured in the New Year's honours list from the Queen, getting a knighthood at last, Sir Ken Dodd, very much deserved, an amazing, amazing comedian and performer. He's been doing it years and he just, the energy he's got from a man of his age, the amount of stories I've heard is he'll turn up her theatre and his shows, three, four, five hours, they just keep going. He'll just keep going. As long as an audience will sit there and laugh, he'll go forever. Many a times of the people who own the theatres literally chucked him the keys and told him to lock up when he's finished because he'll just stay there all night. Fantastic. Well done, Ken. Congratulations on your knighthood. If you're self-employed at the moment and busy doing your tax returns to get them in by the end of the month, just remember the phrase tax doesn't have to be taxing was probably invented by the billionaires who own some of the national newspapers and live overseas. Thanks very much for listening to Neil Quigley podcast. That's it from me this time around. I'll be back with more soon. Have fun. Thanks very much.